Hello and welcome to the LRG Canberra Survivor, the ultimate sacrifice wrap up for episode three. Thank you once again for joining us and thank you, Annabelle and Max, for being here as always. How are you both? CK, as always, great to see you and obviously you too, Annabelle. <laughs> How are you going, CK? I'm good. I'm busy. I'm working hard. Um, but, you know, uh, I've, there's so much Survivor on. We're about to get to maybe five nights a week, which will be very exciting. Um, though Australian Survivor <laughs> might drop to its two night before we get there, hopefully. Um, but Canberra Survivor has got to be the highlight of the week because then we get to come on here and really break down the show. Um, and uh, I have to say this episode was uh, was was maybe in the middle of the road in terms of excitement. Um, later on, uh, hopefully Joseph will be able to join us and talk about his boot and his experience. And I think that'll be really exciting to hear from him. Um, but I must say, and I think off the top of the show, I did know this was going to happen. Um, it was spoiled to me by Ma that Connor was on the season uh, as a reward. I'm very glad he's come this early because I was getting concerned. I thought it would be like a post-merge sort of advantage. And then I was thinking, oh, Mars just told me she's gone a long way. Now I have no idea how far she went, and that's where I want to be because um, Connor's here. That's done. That's all I knew about the season, that Connor was going to be on it. But what what a get for Canberra Survivor. I know only true Super Duper Survivor fans will remember Connor from season one, but equally, the only people that watch LRGs are Super Duper Survivor fans and the friends and family of those that are playing. So a huge achievement for Canberra Survivor. I'll be really interested to get Dan on the show one day to talk about how he was able to get Connor. Uh, what did you guys think about um, Connor being on the program? Annabelle. Honestly, it was all worth it for Joe flirting outrageously with him. That sent me. I was cackling, deceased screaming in gay it was the most iconic moment in fact it was the it was the best moment of this episode as you said bit of a lackluster episode not a lot of drama pretty predictable vote out but joe fangirling over connor's dreamy eyes was everything i ever needed the the dreamy eyes were was... a particular note of hers wasn't it are they that dreamy max do you think connor's eyes are that dreamy yeah, like there is a definite um, debate where you could go that they're dreamy. And just, I think maybe uh, Joanna was just a bit excited in the moment. And the irony of her complimenting his eyes while she's rocking out the, the sunnies. Uh, you meant to have the sunnies off so he can compliment your eyes back. Is it the first time complimenting someone's eyes? What do we feel about some sunglasses on survivor my always view was it's a horrible idea you can see that in borneo it looks stupid and you know for a long time us and australian survivor banned it why are lrgs are not banning it? i melbourne survivor certainly wouldn't let us bring sunglasses well given that joseph was playing around on his smartphone for the whole first episode <laughs> i think sunglasses <laughs> released their issue right i think, now. I think they, they made the cut just <laughs> Just. Well, if Joseph comes on later, we can ask him about him sneaking his smartphone into the environment. Um, look, it's it's a huge get to have Connor there because it actually is a, a real reward. Like, you don't really care about sandwiches, particularly when you're a couple of hours into the game. Um, who cares? But everyone there is a super fan and some aren't, but the one most are. And to meet someone that actually been on Survivor, I once paid, like, a stupid amount of money to have, like, a 10 minute zoom for charity with Benji, which ended up turning to be like, he actually, even though it was actually 10 minutes, we ended up speaking for like an hour plus, which was really great. Um, but you know, that's the sort of lengths that Survivor fans do go to to interact with these people. Of course, Annabelle doesn't pay people. She just makes friends with them all on Twitter, but we can't all forget my amazing relationship with Chappies for those that are aware, because we're friends on Facebook and chat messenger but regardless not everyone has the charisma and appeal that annabelle and i have to make friends with these survivor players um outside of the game and outside of uh, avenues provided them so a huge advantage and i really commend them for doing it um, i love that it only took us five minutes to make a jab at max today i think that's the longest we've ever successfully gone 
I could, I could, I could feel there was a lot of hesitation and you're waiting for me to kind of answer first, which, which was a shock to me. So I don't know. It kind of brought me out of my comfort zone. I'm not sure if I like it. I like when I'm the, the yuppie of the group and just, I just got to stay in my zone and I like my zone. I like, I like where I'm at. <laughs> what was the jab that, that Max doesn't know survivor people? He doesn't have the charisma to know survivor well, You were people. saying not everybody like myself and Abel. Not everyone has the charm and charisma. <clears throat> Max. <laughs> well, I, I put it to you, Max. Are you friends with an actual person that's been on Survivor? Yeah, no I know. Conversation. Well, I was just going to name drop uh, Boston Rob, but all right, CK, if you want to go there. Um, clearly... I, I'm I'm I can't I'm tied with heaps of the US version plays. This is... sorry, 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 you touched your answer. I can't wait till we get you on this show, John. You're gonna get bullied to hell. Um... I mean this we've, surely we're only two weeks away from that. Any oh, minute now. Grace, any right? minute now. And I don't need so... Grace to tell me I'm a bully. I'm a proud bully. John is so far up James Wolf's ass that he's not going anywhere in this situation. We're gonna see John on this show for a long time. Um, well, speaking now that John's watching, I love his what is he's part of the Mean Girls posse, and that is who was it with? It was with uh, Mel and Haley. So yeah, so Mel, that be, um, um, John is playing as Amanda Siegfried. Is that how you say her last name? As I think it's not raining right now. Um, and then Haley is the Regina George of the group, apparently. Who's Mel? Mel is Christina Applegate in blackface. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, Mel's Mel's here. Uh, so yeah, I haven't seen Mean Girls. Bit of a deficiency on my like uh, videography, I must say. Um, so we've gone into this episode, and it started with obviously, I believe I wasn't drunk for this. I'm just trying to. I've been very very tired. Um, now the the. Did we start with a orange powwow, or did we go straight to the? Purple no, no, we started. We started with the purple concept. The, the meditation, no, the meditation and stretching from the one other Mr. James powwow. Wolf. <laughs> it That's was the method, from you... the editing method of this season: winning tribe powwow, and then consequence of vote um, is how they seem to approach the edit of each episode. So yes, they had the meditation. Uh, I love that. That, that. that needs more credit than it deserves. That was that was a funny moment. I love the how uh, Wolfie wanted the the tribe to go. You know what? There's hmm. always one of them, Aston. And uh, you know, as someone who loves to initiate and force group participation in yoga and meditation with two people who are less than enthusiastic about it, you know what? There's I no need to be injury. There's, there's no need to be a weenie. And Zaddy Simon, I'm always on your side, no matter how problematic you're being. But just get in there and participate. And you know what? Would never have called Woofy as the one to initiate that. I just say I did everything I could to participate in that yoga. I my knee was killing me. I had an injury and I was still trying to lunge because it's the because you're right. It is the right thing to do to be part of the group. It's the one that stands out that's left and out in the cold in these early Survivor episodes. So you don't want to do that. But I also full credit to Zaddy Simon for just like being. Mm, I'm not participating in your new age bullshit, which I'm sure was how he felt about the circumstances. CK, in fairness, he was probably injured as well. Let's 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 be fair. <laughs> we, Clearly, we... the, the two old people, you and on our tribe, and Simon on, on Winu, were the just oh, back's gone. Can't can't bend Absolutely. down. Zaddy Do Simon's we... giving big back problem energy. <laughs> Yeah, because he's carrying this child on his back. Um, the uh, do do we think I was Wolfie actually giving any half decent uh, guidance there, or was this a bit of a Zen hen situation where he tries to know what he's talking about, but he's got no freaking idea? I reckon it was just a just a tribal sort of bonding, just in a group. What do you do? You can't sit down and talk all day. Why not just stretch and that cause a little bit of fun? Either. Yeah, the Mean Girls were mocking Zaddy. Zeddy Dago behind the back. We just, Ma, we just talked about the yoga that we did. Or maybe you just yes. joined us. Welcome, Ma. Welcome, um, Ma. I was just saying that I believe it was Rosie and I who aggressively initiated and enforced that. It was, I, I remember Max being very sucky about it and very half hearted, and CK, frankly, wasn't much better. 
I had an injury and I did it notwithstanding because <laughs> I agree with you. Group participation is important. And that's, um, and that's why you do it. You just do it just to, to be seen, be part of the but group. As someone who actually knows yoga and meditation, perhaps, Annabelle, did you think that he knew what he was doing or was he just making shit up? Well, we didn't really Make it, see much. Making shit up. He was stretching. He, he, he just stretching did a fold, fold. Yeah. <laughs> bending over. Um, but anyway, moving on to what was actually juicy. Yeah, but I looked cool. Um, <laughs> I looked cool, Ma. That was the purpose. Oh, my God. CK is the best. Um, so we get we're over at Kuberang. We're getting the fallout from the tribal council in which other, other than Joe who voted for Nick, Joe and Grace, everybody else voted out grace so joe and grace voted for nick sorry now joe had told nick ahead of time that she was going to vote for him and does put his his name down nick tells us nick is apparently fine with this yes ma tells us he's fuming he's seething he's absolutely outraged and we have nick in confessional telling us that joe putting down his name and telling him about it is an amazing sign that she wants to work with him just like everybody else on the tribe um and that she has a lot of respect for him so i think maybe nick is doing a better job of seething to ma than we're seeing but he doesn't seem to be that pissed off about it to me yeah, what's going on there? Like, is Ma just reading him and saying he's not being truthful about how he feels about this? I know this guy. This guy cannot handle the fact that he got a vote for him and he's spinning off this planet, but he's just trying to keep it together. But while I the confessional, I guess sometimes you've got to convince yourself of what you believe uh, to not actually just fall completely apart. Yes. Yes. Look, I think look, he also probably thinks that Joe's irrelevant. And so he's like, what do I care if you're voting for me? But I feel like at this point now, I feel like the two tribes have their, I guess that the, the individuals know who they want to work with within their alliances and their number ones. It's kind of at that stage now. And I feel like you're right. Nick would be comfortable within his, like within his group at the moment. And okay. yeah, sorry. And look- Joe's Joe's at the bottom of the totem pole, and it actually well okay you don't agree, but from and we'll hear what you think who you think's at the bottom of the totem pole, but I, number one Ma Ma is looking after Nick and Ma's at the top of the totem pole, so I think that you know regardless he's going to be fine, but the fact is he um he now has some a name he can target like it's it's very difficult as we all know in these early parts of the game if they go to tribal again to throw out a name. But he can actually throw out a name. He's like, look, I understand Joe's reasons, but I want to, her to vote vote for her and see her gone because she voted for me. Like, it's an easy target. However, you will make it a Nick versus Joe situation and you need to be comfortable that you would get the votes on that, which I think he would. But are you, do you disagree, Annabelle? I don't disagree. I just think the hierarchy in Kubrang isn't as obvious to us yet as the one in Winyu, where it's very clear. So we have, there's a couple of conversations we hear from Ma. It, it, Ma, in fact, is the only person this episode who's talking to us about the existing alliances. So sorry, she, sorry, I you, sorry, I thought you were going to say Ma is the only person talking to us. Give it full stop. Given the incredible amount of airtime she gets in every single episode, she is the George of Canberra Survivor. I, I haven't done a confessional account, but it would be way up there. Well, she's serving. She gives good confessionals. Her name's Marnot Mouse. So why does she care? You are the star, <laughs> and we're not just saying that because you're here and we know you. You actually are the star of this season. It's uh, it's brilliant. So. Ma tells us at the start of the episode that she's coming, still coming for Malcolm via Joe. And we get a little bit more information about this, just jumping forward when she's talking to Connor. And to Connor, she outlines to who, where she thinks the alliances are. She says that the official, we've shook hands on it, alliance is herself and Nick with, um, with Malcolm um let me just double check that there was somebody else as well in that um yeah so it's oh and sophie okay but she says that malcolm and sophie are actually have a side thing going on with joe and that they she believes prefer joe over her 
So she has made sure that she has a side thing going on with Michael and Banfield. Now, Connor's advice to her is, babe, pick a side or everyone's going to hate you. So she'll presumably choose, try and pull Nick into the Michael Banfield side of things. But to me, that says that Joe's not on the bottom. Joe might be on the bottom of Mars uh, friendship list, but Joe certainly sits above Michael Banfield and Ma in the eyes of Malcolm um, and potentially Sophie. Can we just say, should we be, should we be taking, um, sorry, Ma, I've got a contribution there. Uh, Michael is her side bitch number one. Good, good um, uh, inside information. The, is Connor's advice worth taking? Let's be real. The guy played Australian Survivor. And all the compliments I said about getting him, Australian Survivor won where poor Nick Adenza was labelled as the snake because dare he try and play the game. And Connor wasn't exactly fighting that narrative spun by Lee or you know Sam Webb, who just finally worked out what it was like to play the game two minutes ago on Australian Survivor 8. Um, like, is this advice actually the best advice for a hyper-competitive LRG-style format where many of the people there are big gamers? What do you I think, I mean, Mal was giving him nothing. Max, we don't care about your opinion. Let's go to mine. <laughs> Um, Fine. Ma I had Mark notes on that, but nothing. I was just That's my favourite part. As there was Joe flirting with him, and then Ma not even shaking his hand or giving him a hug, hello. Like Ma not really engaging with Connor in conversation that we saw on screen. Um, it was it was iconic. Uh, Ma clearly felt the same as you, CK, because she certainly didn't feel like she needed a lot of advice from Connor. I wonder if she knew who he was, like. She may not have seen Australian Survivor 1. Like, I know she's a big Survivor fan, but she may not have even been living in Australia when that happened. I don't know. When did she move to Australia? She does know Connor. They apparently have a mutual friend in common they gossiped about. Oh, really? Why didn't that make the edit? Mate. So I'm just waving him to get my lights back on. Um, uh, anyway, Max, you can express your opinion now. No, I was going to say, it's more so the novelty of having... You are, sorry, you are super fab. Uh, and I don't even fan. But you can come fan. across as a fan. Ma, 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 as we said on the show before, loves to play it cool, loves not to show you what she's really thinking. She did the same thing with Connor. She was such in the game mode, she just didn't freak out for him. Sorry, Max, we interrupted you. We, we shouldn't, we, we never right. do that. So it's just a one time. It's, this is it's like, this is like, as a one off, I'll, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Um, no, just the novelty of having a, an ex survivor contestant on a fan made version of the show is obviously a big, big thing um and the first of what we've seen so far and it's really just a cool way to pave the way for um f potential future seasons bringing in someone from a um previous season that was obviously shown on tv and that's great for the super fans and for people watching john is also into the eyes um, apparently the eyes are very dreamy um well, why don't we jump? We're jumping around a bit, but why don't we jump to the ultimate sacrifice? We normally do a little bit more there, but we're talking about Connor. At can the we go? Can we do the challenge first? Because that's it with Kubrang. Nothing else interesting happens there. I think we can zhuzh that up and then do the challenge and then the ultimate sacrifice. By the All way, right, Max, thanks. that's your allocated speaking time for the the podcast. Right. Over, you get another line. So my thirty seconds is up. I can't really talk about the challenge now, unfortunately. Um, but in saying that, this challenge is pretty straightforward. We have the. The beanbags thrown into the buckets, then a right. custom. We want just more on Connor. Dom thinks he's just fine, but we all know what we think about Dom. So you know, he's making another. Oh, I feel like I feel like Dom gets more airtime than I do on this on this uh, podcast. That are anyway. <laughs> Look, Dom can't judge a foot in a ring, so let's not judge his opinion on value his opinion on Connor. Um, sorry, Max. What about it? How did you break this challenge? The biggest challenge take. I feel like. The biggest takeaway was when you definitely put up the wrong person um, catching the beanbags. It should have been James. No offense to, to Joseph, but he just, it was very evident that he was. Warm, warm Max take. Yeah, it's a hot take. No, it's, it was very, very obvious that he was struggling. Um, and then, like, if you want to nitpick even more, even though it was, it's great. Like, you've got to have, have but you've I think James, James been. should have been catching. James? Not Zaddy? Especially when you're going up against him. Sorry? I think Zaddy would have been pretty good. Simon, James, take take anyone over Joseph. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, Zaddy, I, I agree, Mars. Zaddy, yeah, Simon would have caught every single one. He can't do anything wrong other than 
most things, but he's perfect. Will be interesting. Uh, ho- look, hopefully Joseph will come on. He said he's going to come on, but he hasn't responded to me for a while. So now I'm a bit unsure. Hopefully he comes on. But I would like to ask him why um, why he took on the, the role, took on the hero yeah. role. Was he trying to prove uh, his worth? He felt he was in trouble. It would be interesting to get that perspective. Aston says the throwers weren't great. I'm like, they're throwing a sandbag a couple of meters. It's like, he could have caught it. Shade thrown. There was, there was, you um, see a lot of sandbags on the ground next to it. But even when Joseph was just by himself, uh, the edit showed that he was struggling. Uh, and just for the <laughs> sake of, like, this is nip nitpicky now. Bill said um, he wanted to do the puzzle and the bucket. <laughs> he was obviously really trying to be the double hero at this stage. Is this Simon yeah. or, or Joseph? Joseph, Joseph. Uh, or he did so, say, I think. I think Probably Joseph, but we'll have to see. It was. Jo- I think um, Mel was referring to Joseph there. So, um, so he did say in a confessional. And who was catching for for the Purple Tribe? Michael, Michael. and, he, Michael, and was... yeah, Michael, Michael was a gun. Um, and I think Aston, the John's going to have a bone to pick with you on that one. I want to just talk. I'm sick of this Joseph hate. Um, I sent okay. Joseph and I really related to him, especially with that sequence where John was criticizing his stories. Like it's not Joseph's fault that he's conspicuously the most interesting person on that tribe. <laughs> I mean, James Wolf is what from Geelong? Like, I don't, does he have interesting stories about re- being related to Spanish royalty and ghosts in courtrooms? I don't think so. Um, Like Joseph just, and his outfits, okay? So he has these incredible Czech pants, which he wears as his loungewear around camp. And then notice he was serving in that challenge when he rocks up up in skins and little hot pants. I'm all about Joseph. I think it was jealousy and that's why they came for him. I think, (laughs) Um, look, we all love a good story. Uh, and admittedly, you know, you got to pass the time some way. So, uh, correct. Why are they not enjoying his interesting? Uh, his interesting I feel story? like that that edit did him dirty. <laughs> Just, it was a bit of a dirty edit, especially. Um, I quickly rewatched his uh, pregame interview, saying that he feels like he comes across like that introverted sort of um, quiet person, and then watching his uh, vote out episode where. <laughs> you can get in the complete opposite. So, okay, so maybe the edit didn't do as dirty as we're suggesting. Uh, Mar- Mel, stop being boring, okay? Maybe he wouldn't have to hold down the fort for 30 minutes if you guys had nothing interesting to say. Maybe they couldn't get a word in. They couldn't get a word in. Just like, I feel like, I feel like, Mel, I'm, I'm, I relate to you here. I feel like I was you versus... You two are the Josephs. Well, I can't get a word in. You just got 30 minutes monologues. We're both Josephs. Here I am. So, You're the Josephs, like, in 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 spirit, I guess. But hopefully... We're also, we're also in challenges, we're, let's be honest. You know what? <laughs> have, we got a two hour, have we got a two-hour podcast on tonight? Because if Joseph's coming on in uh, 40 minutes, I'll, I've got to go to bed early tonight. I've got an early flight out tomorrow, so I don't know. <laughs> to, to be fair to Max's criticism here... At a long, long dinner that we were having in Melbourne a few months back, they asked me a question and I finished the story about an hour later after they asked it. You regurgitated your best man speech word for word for someone we didn't even know or had heard of before, okay? At least Joseph was concocting his wild Coach Wade stories about (laughs) European royalty. I'm here for it. That was the best speech I've ever given, and it was 10 years ago. I still remember it word for word. Um, the- All right, you start. Let's hear it again. <laughs> All right, no, let's not. Okay, so, okay. So I also, the other thing I really need to talk about in this challenge was Joe's puzzle technique. So, I mean, filling out the word survivor, yes, sure. Joe was not doing the edge pieces. I mean, oh, what yeah. is with that? Um, I was, it's Max and I were watching one. For the first time together and i was having a conniption just stressing she hadn't found the edge pieces what is the that corners, then the edges. It, yes. not rocket science. it's it's true but this was this was a puzzle where a lot of the edge pieces were just white just blank yes but it was also this this smaller than a postcard there weren't that many white ones <laughs> i was, was too small. I, I was watching a bigger yes, puzzle 
if we're nitpicking, yes, the puzzle puzzle could have been bigger. And I'll, I'm not sure if it was just me watching um, them do that puzzle on that crate. I was scared the pieces were going to fall through. Oh, no, that was a good strategy. I think they were supposed to do it on that little block, which made it even harder. And then yeah. they said, nah, I'm going to do it on the crate, which gave me more room to like put pieces around. Because if you put it on that little block, it was only going to fit fully on that little block, which gave you no room to work. I think, I think that the was, block the, was the, the box, the box of the uh, puzzle. Maybe, possibly. But I think <laughs> it was the intent that was supposed to do it on the block. But you're right, Joe almost cost them the challenge, notwithstanding how far back uh, and how much of a lead they had. They were trying to, yeah, so Mel says they were trying to get them to use one of the buffs so it wouldn't fall down the crate. That's very smart. But um, then. But Malcolm no, no. had to step in. Why was Malcolm not doing this in the first place? Doesn't he run a game store? Well, as we know, he's a he, in his pre-game interviews, he loves making his own puzzles, doing puzzles. Oh, yeah. I feel like he's just trying he's to hide his threat level in terms of uh, puzzle strategy this early in the game. Yeah, and look, it's very it's it's good idea, good advice to not take the hero role. You stuff it up, then you're the one who's just a target. There's not clear targets in in the game. So, um, yes, he runs his own Survivor Game Days, does uh, Malcolm. So, the you know, I understand that strategy, and I think it's a very smart strategy. But equally, um, when you see someone floundering as bad as Joe was, it's if you can do a puzzle, it's important just to step in there and uh, help out for your tribe. Because, to be honest, you get a good outcome there because either you get in and you save the day or you, you don't succeed. But it's like, well, it wasn't really my fault. Like, she was stuffing it up for 10 minutes and... You know, I just did my best, but you know it was already gone by then. Like you, you, you're sort of doing the hero role without the cost by doing the uh, jump in. If you don't leave it too late, it's a good little strategy for for future budding survivor players from my from my playbook. There's a gift to all of you from my very successful. <laughs> Thanks, CK. I'll keep That's, that one in mind. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll be playbook. sure to write that one down as well. I have a wonderful playbook. I just do very poorly at implementing it. Okay. All right. Well, moving on to the, on that note, let's move on up to the sacrifice. So Zaddy and Ma go, <laughs> Zaddy and Ma rock up. Zaddy gives um, Connor a very manly handshake. Ma tells Connor to fuck off. Um, Zaddy has no idea who Connor is. Let's get this <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> we love. Um, okay. So Ma Ma is the person who's going to get um, an advantage. And I just want to, like, talk about this for a second. Oh, can we talk about Ma tries to, like, she thinks she can, like, make Simon just give it up. So, oh, so you, you don't want the advantage, do you? Like, you just give me a run. He's like, no, I want the advantage, Simon. Like, she, I think she just I want to have a chance of getting him just to, like, walk off. The way he says things as well, she's like, but if you're comfortable, then you don't need it. He goes, I am comfortable and I am going to go for the sacrifice. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, daddy, you tell her. Um, all right. So starting from most powerful to least powerful, these were the advantages left in the game. We've got most powerful and expiring idol, which is valid for three votes. We've got safety without power. We've got steal a vote, which is what she chooses, cancel vote, and give safety without power. Up until now, people have always chosen the most powerful remaining item. But Ma chooses to go for steal a vote over the expiring idol. Well, I wanted to know what you guys thought about that decision. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And her reasoning was given on the show. There's likely to be a swap soon. You can make that assumption and stealing a vote, a two vote turnaround in a swap could be everything in a bad scenario. An idol will only save you for one, like you are going to have an idol potentially the next three. So maybe you save yourself in a swap, but then all you're doing is maybe getting yourself one or two more and just hoping that you guys can win challenges to get to the merge or to have, um, I don't know if we can post that one, Ma, like, you know, spoilers. Do they even count anymore? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but the, uh, sorry, okay, uh, NDAs. So um, you were sorry. saying, yeah, I mean, I kind of think, I mean, okay, sorry, Max, you can have your allocated 30-second talking time. It starts now. It was a good good call going for the, and as Mark 
setting her confessional, it changes it changes the deadlock um, in her favor. So, no no new hot takes here. It's just a it's a smart choice. I I agree, and I think that it were while it was branded as a, a mid tier with a lower sacrifice. Um, I do agree with with you both and with Ma that it probably is more powerful at this point than an expiring idol because idols are already quite situational in that you need to know who's going home. But it's also only valid for three votes, whereas that stealer vote is presumably valid until, what, final five? Yes. Um, yes. Swap advantage or if it's not needed because she, maybe she gets the right numbers in the swap, then it's great in merge. I'd also make the point that it's if it is used in a swap, uh, it's a great opportunity to really bond with the people that are there from your tribe that you're trying to make a move with. Like, let's say you're down in numbers and everyone's so despondent because, like, oh, we've swapped into a bad number situation here. And it's like, don't worry, I've got to steal a vote. We can, we can take one of their votes. We're going to take control of this and all of us are going to go through to the merge. That's like, oh, oh great, That's, we can do this together. She's got an advantage that we can all really work with and be happy with and when she's got her disadvantages from the ultimate sacrifice it's fine because the advantage actually she can tell it tell people about and it's a benefit and then you build that alliance you build those relationships whereas an idol it's like i got an idol i can probably save one of us and if you're not that person you're like well that's great like are you gonna fight on me maybe if you know it's definitely me but the other tribe won't be that stupid so to let you know that so great like wow um an amazing opportunity to get. And what was her disadvantage to put into the comparison? So from memory, it was her tribe in the next challenge is going to be punished or they're going to have disadvantage in the challenge. In the next challenge. In the next One challenge. challenge. So either if it was individual, it would be her disadvantaged or if it was at the stage of the game where they're in tribes, the tribe. But it would only be for one. So it was a very minor disadvantage. But for such a what we have agreed on being a powerful advantage to have the consequences versus what we've seen thus far in the last couple episodes um is by far the best outcome yes she couldn't get away lying to her tribe about what that she did take something at the um ultimate sacrifice because it's going to be very obvious that there's going to be a disadvantage in the next um immunity challenge but given the severity of her disadvantage it's it's not really impacting her necessarily it's um, some in terms of like going on for further um, tribals. It's you can get away with it, and I'm sure she can perform well in the in the next challenge and make up for that um, disadvantage too, so to speak. So, with that in mind, and what we've discussed about how you could use the steal a vote to benefit a group of your tribe, would the best play here be to tell everyone what you got and what's going to happen, and why you got it, and how you think that's going to advantage the group? If, if you're looking... Annabelle. <laughs> you just spoke, Max. So I, I, really I, I made you laugh. Isn't that, wasn't that my uh, gig the last couple of weeks? No. Absolutely. Um, what do you think, I feel, Is that the I right feel, move or not? <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't really have any hot takes. I mean, Ma says she's going I to go... Go back and say and talk to Nick and Michael about it, which to me says very firmly that that's her real alliance, right? Is yeah. Nick Michael Banfield, not um, Sophie Malcolm. Um, They're all too scared of Sophie. That's why she's not in the real thing. Um, so I think she's very threatening. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I think that, I mean, you know, Sophie's gone from being Mars number one in episode one down to kind of on the outs. But, um, yeah, so I think, I, you know, I think it's, it's whatever Nick and Michael are going to get on board with. Because ultimately, it, you know, if, if things get spicy between their faction and the Malcolm faction, maybe it's we don't want them to know what she's got. Um, are we ready to move back to Win You yet? Exactly. I would just to know from the people that are watching. I'm still trying to figure out the mechanics of the ultimate sacrifice. So from the players that are with us today, if they could let me know and, and the audience know, 
are the items that have been uh, taken from the ultimate sacrifice still visible on the menu when you get there? So do you know, hey, there was a super idol, someone's got it? Because no one's really talking about how there's a super idol in the game. Like, no yes. one's talking about that. So you think someone would be mentioning this. Zaddy Simon said aloud when reading the piece of paper to Connor and Ma, idol super idol so i don't know that zaddy so zaddy simon knows that what's gone but certainly i think that um if you ask for it yeah as mel says if you're one of the people who gets to choose an advantage then you will know what is there to choose from meanwhile you Zaddy's also like, know what's, what's in idol? the game hmm zaddy's like what's a super idol they haven't seen a super idol for like you know years in survivor um Yes, everyone's going to see us. So thank you, cast. Thank you very much. Well, I'm just bemused, and maybe it's just not in the edit, but no one's talking about, hey, someone's got a super idol, and it's probably Mel. Let's be real, because who wouldn't freaking take that out. Wouldn't you be freaking out? if you? Um, yeah, we didn't get a confessional from Ma having a meltdown over the super idol, unless Ma perhaps just didn't ask. Of course you're going to ask. Like, it's such a big, huge threat to anyone in the game. Um, okay, okay. So to the win you try. You don't have the most amazing audio today, but I wasn't going to comment on it. Maybe, look, sorry, Benno. Normally I have my quality microphone at my home studio, but I am coming live from my office because I'm a very busy corporate lawyer in a top seven Australian there it is. You might not be aware, Banfield, because CK hasn't mentioned it seven to eight times in the last half an hour, but CK is very important. In it. <laughs> There's some background for that. As I've mentioned for another podcast on Melbourne Survivor, uh, I told everyone I was a musician. You can see the instruments behind me and not a lawyer. Um, and then I revealed at a certain point, you know, post game that I was, no one not, cared. I was not that and no one really cared. Uh, and I revealed it in a bit of a silly way, saying that I was a partner in a, a you know, top seven law firm, which is a really random sort of number to pick, but it's the truth. But it's a bit of a dumb thing to say. And Annabelle never let me forget it, despite how much she loves me. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you brought it up more than that once. All right. Speaking of things that get brought up more than once, I want to talk about Mel's signature hot take. So Mel's signature hot take is that the sneaky men on her tribe are a lot smarter than they're revealing. So early in the episode, Mel reveals to us that while she likes James, James is a lot smarter than he's revealing in a confessional. Later on, Mel is having a conversation with somebody else or is in a confessional again and says she really likes Haley, confirming the Mel, John, Haley, uh, Mean Girls Alliance. But then Mel goes on to say, that said, John, a lot smarter than he's revealing. So what do we think? Do we think John is trying to play dumb? I certainly don't get the impression that Woofy's trying to fly under the radar at the moment. Sorry, I'm deciding whether I should fix my audio by wearing this like dorky headset. What do we think? Do it, darling. This, this, very yeah, funny. We all know my, my primary focus is on appearance, not about uh, um, you know how quality something actually is. Uh, hence the leather jacket on Survivor. Um, let's try this. <laughs> John wants the headset. <laughs> Does anyone ever put a USB in the right way? Um, um, all right, Max, why don't you give your opinion on the actual name while CK keeps talking about himself? Okay. Okay, or you're going to keep pretending that your audio doesn't work. Very amusing. Hang on. Let's... Um... Okay, audio. Yeah. All right, is that audio better? Manfield. Yeah, is... audio is fantastic. It's better? All right, excellent. Now, yes. yeah. I look ridiculous, but... <laughs> you you look great, babe. You look great. Okay, so um, we, we, so we've we... been... Too... So I think you can bring up Aspen. We've not muted him. Max is playing a fun gag on CK. Now can you direct Mark? 
That's good shit, Banfield. Uh, um, all right. So, look, we have Joseph. We're about to get to the vote. Should we just bring him in and talk about the vote with him? Or do you want to talk quickly about the vote before he comes in? Um. Okay. Well, I yeah, we can. Let's just bring in. Let's bring in Joseph. It's pretty. We've just we've crept on about it myself for too long. So we we, we have you. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's bring right. him in. Well, I'm going to bring in Joseph. Welcome, Joseph, to the show. Hey. So good to have you here, and thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, if you've been paying attention, we've been talking about ourselves a lot and haven't even got oh, to Oh, no, you. I've not been paying attention. We go on. Okay. The strategy and discussions surrounding your vote, but that's about where we're up to at this part of the show. So I think this is a good time for you to join us, and you can actually work us through what you were thinking for part of the time. What, one question we had for you just to start off with, and we were talking about this earlier, you decided to take on a hero role in the challenge by uh, collecting the sandbags in the bucket, and it didn't go as well as perhaps you would have hoped. Um, was there a, a thought there that you wanted to take on a hero role and prove your worth? What was your thinking about that decision? Uh, my thinking was I, I was being very naive and thinking that I'm better at catching than I am at throwing. <laughs> I feel what the, yeah. What about the puzzle? Were you a puzzle guy? You're like, no, I'm not in the well, puzzle. I, I'm dyspraxic, so I can't do small pieces very well. I'm generally better at puzzles, but I can't because those puzzles were tiny. Yeah, they were. We've already discussed it. They're ridiculous. Why couldn't they have a bigger puzzle? Like, surely. Yeah. Um, imagine what Connor thought of the puzzle. He would have been looking at this thing, going, "What?" With his beautiful eyes, looking at that puzzle and going, "What the hell?" Um, okay, so you get back to camp, and how are you feeling about the situation? Did you think you were in danger? It sounded like you spent a bit of time hanging out with Haley and her damaged foot. I think I was generally in a place where I felt like something was off that I was being targeted by. It was also at a place where I, w if I were trying to fix it, I wouldn't know how to approach it just procedurally because I obviously came in with absolutely no information going in. Like, especially with who, who were, I'm this, I don't think this made the episodes, but who was tight with who is kind of based on who knew each other going in. Yes, and um, you were on a tribe full of people with pre-existing relationships. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, we 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 understand that you. I don't tell everyone who we are, and we kind of assume people watch us week to week. So we have to repeat this a bit sometimes. But the three of us played on a season of Melbourne Survivor that didn't that hasn't aired yet, and there were people on that season that knew each other as well. But I was someone there. I came from interstate. I didn't know anybody. Max was in the same boat, and I don't think you knew anyone other than someone you brought but um there were a lot of relationships there and it makes it very difficult so we fully understand yeah. your position so i was very much especially because like i think i was trying it trying to vote for mel who oh if i only knew that the entire tribe knew that she had a super idol so, oh, so she told everyone so did everybody uh, else know told, about the super idol i'm not sure if they knew this fully at the time but from my understanding she told James and it went around through there or told maybe Haley, someone like that. I, it's a year ago. I don't really remember. Yeah. T, so, we yeah. love that. So Haley hurt her foot at some point or it got worse. And then she was sitting there on the mat and you were there with her, comforting her, telling her all your amazing stories. We were talking about that earlier. We love your stories, by the way. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what's made the edit. I can't watch anything, which I lose. Oh, you haven't watched it? Uh, I don't so want there, anything when I get voted out. Okay, not. so so there was there was a moment where they sort of made fun of you a little bit by um, flagging that you had all these really great sort of Coach Wade-esque style stories um, about uh, ghosts and being related to Spanish royal family. And John had a bit of a nasty confessional about it that we spoke about. That's earlier. exaggerating things. That's so <laughs> exaggerating things. You'd have to watch the episode. It's not like that okay. at all, Joseph. They kind of do like a time lapse of you telling these super iconic stories. This is why- They were amazing. Them. We loved the like stories. That. I think we people were them. coming for you because they were jealous you were more interesting than them. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's why I was voted out. Annabelle was very triggered by this. Incredibly I'm, triggered. I'm incredibly <laughs> triggered by your vote out. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Best dressed, most interesting, has an accent. People can't handle it. Exactly. Yeah. I love the accent. Uh, okay, Max. Yeah, me, Max. Max is actually muted at this point. I thought that this was a running gag. I haven't oh. muted him. It's he's having his own tech issues. 
Max, we've not been able to hear you for about 15 minutes. I thought that you were trying to troll CK. Um, I just assumed he had nothing to add. <laughs> Are you, can, Sorry, you, can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can hear you. Now we can. I, I've been speaking for so long. I know. And, uh, I'm, like, I'm, so, I'm just so used to like my, my, the things that I say going unanswered that I just continued, not realizing that it was a problem. <laughs> Uh, this is, ba this is ba uh, this our is... mate Bano has suggested. Didn't John and James arrive at that location in the same car? I don't know if that's true, but I know John was a coming there to crew and was a replacement for someone that wasn't there. Yeah. Um, is that is that I your understanding? That's kind of, yeah, I know that they were staying at the same like accommodation. And Thank and look, with that being yeah, and that being uber critical for Canberra Survivor. If two people arrived in the same car and there was a dropout, I'd probably switch it up and put them on a different drive. Um, but anyway, the defense is coming here. Ba Bamo is being uh, thrown out. So, all right. But James Wolfe knew Mel, Anna and Nick on the other tribe. Yeah. So we, we do understand how, how that was yeah. for you. Um, who did who did you vote for? Who did Joseph vote for in this? Do you recall? Oh, I I, I wanted to bring this up. I think I voted for Mel. But I don't remember. No, you voted you voted for Simon. For Simon Joseph. for Simon. I voted for Simon. Was, oh, for Zaddy. I, I I found this to be one of the best voting confessionals I've I've seen, and I wrote it down because it just made me laugh so much. I wish yes. I had a witty line or something to say, but uh. <laughs> it was so iconic. <laughs> like it's, you were so good the in the confessionals. Is he frozen or is he just in a state of shock about how what he can't remember what he said? I think he... frozen. Frozen. But Joseph oh, I... had some amazing confessionals, and that voting confessional was great. Hopefully, Meh. he comes back. And it, and it just suits um... so well to his just uh, character of just not really caring. Like, and he, and he said that in his pregame um, interview where he's just he he hates tryhards and he he loves getting through trying to do the least work, um, like the bare yes. minimum and. Joseph, I was just I was just talking about your your voting confessional and how good it was and just like the whole uh, your approach to the game and how and even life and like you, you, just hearing about the the countries that you've been to and the countries you lived in. Obviously, you're a pretty interesting fella, so uh, it just really portrays in in the way you spoke to the camera, and I enjoyed that aspect of your game. Did you did you catch the compliment on your voting confessional? Do you remember what it oh, was? I did. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't realize I left for a bit until it. Yeah. You message me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, it, it was actually really good. And it's really hard to come up with funny things to say in that environment. But do you <laughs> recall why you decided to target Simon? Uh, no, I don't remember. It's been a year. <laughs> okay. that, that was the that was what the, the group was discussing, CK, um, before they decided uh, to blindside. Yeah, so the idea was to split the vote. So John, James, and Joseph have a conversation about splitting the votes between Mel and Simon. I think it's actually, yeah, it's John who brings Simon's name up. And Joseph says, I don't really care which one of them goes. Same to me. But Joseph says that we should, the three of us should be the ones who put our votes on Simon. So that's why I think, Joseph, you put your vote there. Not to tell you what your game was, but I am. Um, and I Joseph also clearly blocked out the whole situation. So I think yeah. uh, we're, we're here to provide that assistance for me. Yeah, He's clearly not going to watch the season. Thank you for coming I'll, I'll, I'll on the show, by the way. I'll, I'll watch it after I'm out. Well, you're out now. So if you want to oh, yeah, so you watch <laughs> Spoiler it. Spoiler alert, you're out. <laughs> in case you didn't know. In case you blocked that out. Yeah, I was kind of expecting everything to be last week because I thought I was second boot. <laughs> oh, babe. Oh, my God. That's because the first uh, Sam left. Is that right? So it was just you and Grace hanging out? Uh, no. Uh, I was the only pre-merger who was there. Though, because I didn't have a ride home. Uh, oh, so wow. You're stuck there. But it's yeah. good to stuck around. So they, uh, they all left like as soon as they were voted out. Yeah, they all no had spoilers, okay. No spoilers yeah. for the future episodes, please. But yeah, like they yeah. all left. Okay. Um, if, if someone's uh, like insanely dedicated and tries to figure out the odds of everyone having a ride home, I don't, but this isn't a spoiler for. <laughs> well, no, it's just um, in experiences that I've seen, I've seen some pretty fantastic people um hang around pretty much the whole time like josh peterson who used to host this show uh, before he tapped me on the shoulder from melbourne survivor 2 booted first and then spent the whole uh weekend filming and being a part of the crew and um on our season the first boot did the same um and everyone really appreciated that they're, they're wanting to contribute in that way so um it, sometimes people do hang around 
And sometimes people wait for a list, a lift like happened. And, and I feel like in before. Joseph's case, he had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joseph. Emperor's hard to get to. I don't have a car. And who would want to go there anyway, babe? I know, it's cold as hell. Yeah. So, babe, talk to us. Who were your besties? Who were you kind of vibing with? Uh, I was trying to stick with James and John, or at least that's why I was thinking of going in. Yeah, uh, okay. Because I think they're the people who I kind of had a, who I kind of think, I don't know, I enjoy talking to the most. Not that it's an insult to anyone else. No, it's not. That's fine. Yeah, because with Haley, I think a lot of why I talked to her towards the end was because I think that was a relationship I kind of needed, which I think was yeah. the right decision at the end, yes. but I think yes. it was wrong order. Yeah. I, I, I actually got the impression, based on her voting confessional, she really didn't want to vote you off, but because of her injury, she was worried about, I guess, putting her foot down, excuse the pun, um, about saving you because she probably thought that then she was going to be the target whereas if she didn't have that injury she certainly had the influence on the tribe i feel to maybe push the vote in a different direction so i think you made the the right call the one who was targeting me for the first vote and i think the targeting started before i even like fully like integrated myself and started to talk to people but I think you made a real positive impression on her when you stayed with her and sat with her when she was injured. In her confessional, she said that she, I don't have it verbatim, you guys might have the notes, I don't want to do this vote, but I think if I don't do it, it will be me. So she she was actually really enjoying you by that point, and she was just worried that she was going to be the vote if you weren't the one that people looked at. Which, again, I think a lot of that is maybe it's – I don't want to say, oh, this is all because I didn't know anyone. But I think it's partially because uh, – yeah, not just because I didn't know anyone, but because I think I was kind of targeted from the beginning that I just had the momentum against me the whole time yeah, and was I, never able to find my way in. I agree because John didn't want to vote you out either. So John also has a voting confessional where he doesn't feel 100% comfortable with gunning for Joseph but says he doesn't want to be the one to put his neck out. Now, it's actually uh, both James Wolfe and Mel who are really the main ones who are gunning for Joseph. Wolfe says Joseph or Simon, um, but leaning towards Joseph. Um, and it, it looked Mel and Woof have, even though you only say it's one mini, one mini Mel, that's better than having never met each other before. I think there was, if you have the choice between somebody who, I mean, James Woof and Joseph were in an alliance of sorts, still goes and chooses super idol Mel. Um, mm. it's still like I, knowing someone, even knowing how they play is very, knowing of someone is even an advantage over just being this completely unknown don't want to bring this hard but foreign factor you're absolutely right joseph like a lot of people don't know this but i won a mini once and it's the proudest achievement of my life but i built relationships just in that that i still have to this day so those those are real things so you're absolutely right yes well no one email had the super idol but this is what i mean like they're not even thinking Uh, about flushing it how okay. does I Simon don't know not know you have because I have not seen the episodes and I'm only hearing hearsay from the second day. Okay, so Mel Mel went to the ultimate sacrifice first. Uh, she was able to get the advantage as as um, someone was able to get it. She won the rock drawer. She took the super idol, and her consequence, her penalty for that was that those those two votes that you attended, she was going to have three votes cast for her by the game. So that's why she had all those extra votes because she had the super idol. Um, I don't understand how Zaddy Simon is not aware that Mel has the idol, but maybe his lack of fandom is is playing against him here. So Zaddy Simon didn't get to ask for the thing. So Zaddy Simon doesn't know what's been taken and what's left in the game. You'd think he'd uh, suspect it. Ma, it was Ma who has that um, knowledge now. Okay, so- if you are. Zaddy, I want to talk about this actually, Joseph. Maybe you can give us some insight. I'm, I think there seems to be quite a, a, a firm hierarchy at Winu at the moment. Um, 
and with Zaddy Simon, the last one in the game without any alliances and very clearly at the bottom now you're gone. Who did Zaddy Simon seem like he was connecting with other than me spiritually through the screen a year ahead of time? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> like, I assume that like, maybe this was me at the time just seeing who people were talking to. I think he was talking to Mel a lot, but I think that's more so, oh, I don't want to. These kids are all... <laughs> Talking to each other, yes. these nerdy, yeah, children. Yeah, exactly. Factor. He's a, he's a little bit out of his element. Not only is the older per, oldest person there, but the group of kids he's hanging out with here are not the kids he would have hung out with in high school. Yeah. <laughs> no. T. <laughs> T. <laughs> um, I did enjoy Simon being the one to speak up at tribal and tell Haley, "Don't worry, Haley." You're not the one going home today. You have nothing to prove. Zaddy Simon, who currently has zero power in this game. But I love his confidence. It's one of his most attractive features. Well, if that's how it's the straight how, white male energy of just believing that everyone loves you and that everyone's on your side all the time, as society has conditioned you to believe. That's just this is how, how we're made to feel, unfortunately. And it's a disadvantage in these forms of games. <laughs> That's why maybe if you just take the nice approach, CK, and uh, stay in your lane and just do do what you're going to say you're going to do, might, things might work out differently. <laughs> so, right, Josie, so got... who are you not vibing with? Who did you yeah. feel like you knew was not on your side? Uh, I know now that Mel thought I voted for them in the first tribal council, and that's partially why they were against me. Oh, yeah, instead of... Yeah, no one suspected... Uh poor yeah. inno uh, innocent Anna like you know she does not give the vibes and I think she did by mistake so like she just doesn't give the vibes she was, and she, but she's been covering it up for episodes yeah. and doing a good job of it I do agree and I can understand that someone would see that um uh Joseph I, I, I'm sorry I've been distracted by this comment here by John what is he talking about that <laughs> You saying that the that unfortunate, dis you're un very disadvantaged as a straight white man from privilege <laughs> because right, of I'm... your own delusional self-confidence. <laughs> but, but I'm being facetious. <laughs> I'm clearly being facetious, right? Like people understand that. <laughs> Are you sure? Comedy value. Comedy it wasn't, value. It wasn't very obvious, CK. This is my stick. People understand this is the stick, right? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Joseph. Coming Come from your me. your waterfront view apartment I, on the I'm in Adelaide, floor. mate. There's no water here. Except the I am exaggerating. Aren't we doing that all? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, Joseph. Oh, what was I saying? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, we're talking about who you didn't gel with. Oh, so you, in in like, hindsight, yeah. Mm. In hindsight, like I try not to, just because like I don't remember negative things I thought about people a year later. I'm not mm. a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Annabelle feels seen. It was one of those things where itself. I kind of got the vibe that I was getting out, especially because when I was looking around at Tribal, uh, no one would look me in the eye except for Simon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just like, he's looking right at you. He's like, he I'm you for, you. for him. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, it's giving sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like uh but yeah i was just trying my entire view trying to go in was just trying to be a bit more relaxed and see who what my what's on the table for me to work with so i wasn't and maybe this is just me as a person i don't focus on negativity at all or at least i don't remember it yeah well that's for a very positive att attribute um and i've got to wave my arms around again now to get the lights back on uh this is like the you said in your in your pregame um Joseph, like just you go through trying to do as little as possible and <laughs> even now yeah. it's just chilling yeah 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 he's a chill dude i'm surprised that they didn't all see you as this chill dude if i played survivor with you i would want to be part of your team um exactly. did you have a really positive experience overall though had you done anything like this before i had a good time uh in hindsight i wish i had someone pick me up on the <laughs> at the end of the first day but uh but it, looked, it, it did like. Uh, I'm not sure if this is a spoiler, but it rained like shit the second I was voted out. So maybe that was karma coming back at them. That is yes. karma. Absolutely. Absolutely. I also was there, so I didn't get the benefit. 
Yeah, you were there, but, but you weren't. You could go under at least a shelter or something. You know, yeah, but yeah, the crew was very professional. Everyone's nice. Had you yeah. done something like this before? Uh, and live game now. No, just orgs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you in touch with anyone still? Do you have you made friends, friends with anyone? With anyone? Game? No. 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 I don't really speak to anyone. Not out of malice. Out of just don't really didn't get really. I was there for four or five hours a year ago. Yeah. I mean, as Did I said, babe, you were conspicuously far and ahead, the most interesting one there. What could they possibly have to add to a conversation with you? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely yeah. nothing. I agree. Um, and I want to thank you for taking the time and coming on with us, particularly when you hadn't watched the episode and you sort of have engaged with this for a while. It's really fantastic that you're able to take the time and be with here with us. So yeah, thank no you worries. so much for coming on. And I want to thank all the people watching us today um, and leaving comments and the viewers and also those that watch this uh, later on through the podcasting channel, um, listening to what they do. Thank you very much for listening to us. Um, it's always great to be a part of this fantastic uh, amateur survivor community, whether it's watching people play and supporting and commenting and, or listening to these shows where we talk about it. Um, none of us will ever be on The Real Survivor, maybe Annabelle. I think yeah. Annabelle could be there. But none of us are the real ones. So this is what we get. But it is a wonderful community. So I want to thank everyone that's here, Max and Annabelle and Joseph, for joining us. And, of course, everyone watching or listening uh, now or in the future. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back next week uh, to talk about Canberra Survivor, of course. Um, we might move to Thursday. Just stay tuned on the socials for the information when it is. Might make it a bit later as well. But uh, we'll see how that goes and depends on when, of course, the person who gets voted out is available for our show. So thank you again. Um, and you all have a good week and make sure you check it out. Of course, on Friday, Canberra Survive episode four. I'm betting for a, uh, a swap, but we'll have to see. I'm betting Thanks. for some rain in the episode. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next Maybe time Joseph. on, there was no swap. Ha Haley's still injured. Mars sacrifice derails the tribe. And Sophie finds the rest of the rocks. Coming soon. Mm. Oh, that's Joseph. just good content. 